Welcome to the King Peppersnake Show with your host, King Peppersnake himself, Harry J. Riley. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the King Peppersnake Show. I'm your host, Harry J. Riley. I hope everybody had a good week. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed their Veterans Day. And if you're a vet, I hope you got out there and got yourself a free meal. Or uh, last year I got a. Last year I was able to uh, go to uh, the Seattle Zoo for free when I was over there for the Seattle International Comedy Competition. That was a great. That was a great way to start your day. Going to the zoo, watching a lion sleep, and then get your ass handed to you in a comedy competition. Uh, for those who are just joining us, uh, what we do on this podcast is we talk about the top movies, music, and news of the week. And by news, I do not mean, you know, what's on, uh, what's in, uh, newspapers and things like that. Just whatever pops up in my head, that's our topic for the week. But, uh, on this November 13th, Friday the 13th I hope everybody stays indoors don't mess with any black cats which is silly for me to say because I live with a black cat he's always crossing my path and the only thing that's ever happened was I had a heart attack and a stroke so wait well without further ado let's get in to last week's top movies and of course without uh, I think everybody knew that uh, last week the number one movie was gonna be Spectre. That's the the newest James Bond movie. I went and saw it. Uh, it uh, was number one in uh, the United States with seventy million dollars. Uh, and number two was the Peanuts movie, which I didn't really want to see, uh, even though I don't um, mind the Peanuts. I'm not really uh I'm not really that eager to see the peanuts. Um and that was the only um those are the only two new movies that top the uh the top ten. Uh you do have another new movie that hit the uh top twenty but miss you already. I don't know what it seems like a lower budget film. It was only in three hundred and eighty four uh theaters. And it made uh Five hundred and fifty-two thousand uh, dollars. It's probably a limited release uh, right now, I would say, but uh, seems to be doing pretty well. Spectre. Uh, I was a little. I was a little disappointed. I think it's the. Uh, I think it's the worst of the Daniel Craig Bond films. I think. Uh, I think if I had to rate them, I would rate. Uh, rated Skyfall, Casino Royale, uh, Quantum of Solace, and now Spectre. I just feel like the plot kind of—I I felt like the plot kind of jumped around. It seemed more like it seemed more like uh, Sony felt like they had to release another Bond film instead of so they just got a script together, uh, a familiar script. Because I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, the, there are some familiar threads going through this film. And 
with the lore of Bond. And I felt like it was I felt like it was unnecessary. You didn't need that. I also felt like it it uh I felt like it it made the Bond universe seem small and I don't understand why I don't understand why uh filmmakers need to um have the world that we're watching feel so small. We we don't really need that. Um we understand that James Bond is is a spy and he's globe trotting and you know so and everything and we don't need to see him have um attachments or um commonalities with everybody he meets you know we we don't need that all we i think what made the other James Bond films so special to me was that here's this guy here's this evil in the world and he wants to get rid of the evil in the world. Well, that sounds more noble than I'm pretty sure uh, they were trying to get at. But that's how I see it. You don't need you don't need the the evil in the world to be. Oh, James Bond knows more about this evil than he's letting on. That's it is weird. I don't I don't understand it. And there's a couple uh, not plot holes, but inconsistencies. I would say there were there were a couple times where I'm where I was watching the film and I'm going that how did they how did they know that I'm you know it and, and that's kind of like a trope of um, Bond films is that people can see more than they should I guess that's a a great way of saying it without spoiling a lot but uh that was a I mean it it wasn't a bad movie. You know, if I had to put it on the uh, the King Pepper Snake Universal rating scale, I would rate it. Oh yeah, and that's a patent pending scale. I rate everything based on a ten point scale. Well, it's actually a twenty point scale, uh, from one to ten, and there's point fives in between. And I would give this movie the King Pepper Snake rating of a seven and a half. Well, it's not bad, but it's not. It it's not spectacular, like Skyfall. At the end of Skyfall, I was like, "Wow, that's a great movie." I would put that at like an eight and a half. Casino Royale, I would give an eight. Quantum of Solace, I would give. You know what? I I think I'll give Spectre a seven. Because Quantum of Solace is probably put at a seven and a half uh that's not the only uh movie related thing though um we went to uh regal again um we live in spokane washington and uh we have a regal cinemas we have amc downtown and we have um some independent theaters that are situated in the town there's one closer to the air force base and there's one um in this area called Wandermeer, and that's the one we've been going to lately because um, you basically can, you know those newfangled soda machines where there's like a hundred flavors? You get to pour your own soda, you get to put your own butter and flavoring on your popcorn, so it feels great. But we went to Regal because we had got some, uh, we got some free tickets, and 
they turned themselves, Regal Cinemas turned themselves into a luxury theater. And when they said that, at first I was like, man, you can't just call yourself a luxury theater if you didn't change anything, you know. But I hadn't, I didn't, I had, hadn't been there in about uh, three, four months, you know. We just stopped going there. Hadn't gone there since like the summertime. So it was, you know, it was a, a long stretch of time. And they have leather reclining seats. And I don't know if that's worth the extra dollar that I have to pay. I mean, I get a military discount, so it only went up like 69 cents for me or something like that. But, I mean, it was comfortable. You know, you get to, you know, recline and watch the film. And I, I thought that was cool. Uh, and I think that's what movie theaters are needing because... Uh, the future of uh, of movie theaters depends on bringing an experience that you cannot get at home, and with the with the more time passes, the more uh, irrelevant a movie theater becomes. Uh, a movie theater, you know, back in the you know in the twentieth century, it meant a lot more than it does now because movies come out on DVD and Blu-ray sooner. People have large screen televisions. They have, you know, comfortable chat. You don't have to wear pants. That's always a plus. I mean, I don't give a damn what you put in a theater. It can never be not wearing pants while you watch a movie. The only thing that movie theaters have is you get to see the movie as soon as it's released. That's the only benefit to, uh, a movie theater so I think uh, like IMAX you have this big screen and stuff you sound systems and bigger screens are starting to uh, not become as important you know with all the other annoyances like paying a, a, a ton of money to go to the theater like to take me my girlfriend and uh, my daughter that's like 70 80 bucks you know and unless you you're not getting any snacks or nothing, that's what I do now. I just I I shove food down their face, and then we go to the movie theater. So then you you know you you save a little bit of money. But if you're gonna get popcorn and drinks and stuff like that, it gets up there, and it becomes less uh it becomes less important that you see that film as soon as it comes out. If you got to spend that much to go see the film, so I think uh making it a luxury and I'm saying that with air quotes because I don't think leather seats make anything luxury I think uh, the atmosphere and that's like that's like Kia coming out with a Kia Rio just putting some pleather on the seats and then saying hey it's a luxury car now no there's a lot more there's a lot of different things that make something luxury like the reason why Mercedes is a luxury car isn't because it has leather seats it's because i mean there's quality in it i mean have you ever driven in like a ridden in like a older mercedes i mean it's nice and quiet they sealed the door frames and everything it's a it's built well you know and that's what you have to go with if you want 
to drag people from out of the living rooms back into movie theaters. Uh, so I, I, I think we're going to go back a couple more times to, you know, so I can see if it was just a, a, a new thing for me or if it's something that'll stick. Uh, this weekend, we have a, we have a, there's a couple movies that are coming out that I think um, we should take note of. The 33, that's the, uh, that's the Antonio Banderas movie where uh, about the Chilean miners that got trapped in that mine for for a whole bunch of days. I can't remember how many days it was. It it looks good, but at the same time, that's that's something that I will watch on DVD, if at all. Uh, then you have uh, Love the Coopers that also um, releases this weekend. You know, it's a Christmas movie. You know, they're trying to... That's the thing I don't get but you know when you put out a Christmas movie like this early it's like you it's like the studio's way of trying to not get uh not get caught up in the the really good Christmas movies that are about to come out like uh the night before that's the Seth Rogen movie that comes out um on the 20th that's I feel is going to be a big movie and you don't want to get caught up in uh, trying to compete with a movie like that. So I think that's why you have uh, Love the Coopers, which, by the way, has Anthony Mackie in both of those movies, in um, The Night Before and uh, Love the Coopers. And that might be another reason. You know, you don't want people to be like, well, I don't think people are going to movies to go see Anthony Mackie. I mean, he's a great actor, don't get me wrong. But nobody's saying, hey, I want to see that Anthony Mackie vehicle. You know, they, you know they're just like, I want to see that movie. Oh, and that black guy's in it. You know, so I think that's uh, I think that might be another reason why they might be pushing that out. That's all I got for movies this week. Now let's go to music. Uh, this uh, information I get from uh, Billboard.com, and I get this, and I look at the Billboard 200. If you think I should look at a different list, please uh, send your emails to uh. The King Pepper Snake Show at Yahoo.com. Yes, I know it's a Yahoo email address. Or um, you can hit me up on Twitter or Facebook. And uh, since I ain't, I don't ever do anything, I will reply to you as soon as possible. And number one this week is Traveler by Chris Stapleton. Uh, looks like a country album. Uh, the cover's in black and white. And he has on. And he's in the middle of a field with a cowboy hat on. So I think it's country. And at uh, number two is Storyteller. That's uh, Carrie Underwood's new album. Uh, our number one from last week uh, dropped a little bit. Wasn't it now 56? That was the number one? No. Sounds Good, Feels Good, Five Seconds of Summer. That was our number one from last week. And it dropped to number seven. Um, five Seconds of Summer, I don't know. My daughter doesn't play anything like that, so I don't know what they play. I think I saw them on the Today Show, so I think they do uh, they do poppy type music. So pop music, not poppy type music, where you shoot opium into your veins while you listen to it. Uh, and that's the uh, Billboard 200. Uh, this week, this, this week's topic. Not going to talk about any uh, news events or anything. I think. What I'm going to talk about, 
on my favorite podcast. Uh, I love podcasts. Um, I've always wanted to make a podcast. I just, uh, I just didn't have the balls to make my own podcast. Um, and every format of podcasting that I've seen has always involved, uh, multiple people. And I didn't want to do a podcast with multiple people because that means you're at the, uh, you're at the mercy of other people. I think I've already talked about that. Um, and I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be gung ho about a podcast. And then the person, uh, doing the podcast with me is not as gung ho about it. Cause I've seen some, there's some podcasts that I really enjoyed. There was one called, uh, the hustle, a couple friends of mine, uh, made that and I loved it. You know, it was a nice big podcast and, uh, and uh, it was funny, and I thought it was really, really entertaining. And uh, I didn't, um, and it broke apart. It just disintegrated, and that was because you know their priorities kind of split. I believe, I think. And uh, one, you know, really wanted to do it, but the other one didn't, you know, want to be, you know, didn't want to be involved with it that much and that's how things usually end up breaking apart every time I've ever been with a group or in a group situation the reason why it falls apart is because one person just doesn't have it in their heart to do it anymore so that's why I, I tend to to just venture out on my own and do things so that way I uh that way I have no one to blame but myself so this podcast stops uh at episode four, it's because I didn't want to do it anymore. Not because somebody else didn't want to do it. Uh, let's uh, break it down into categories. Um, most of my podcasts, though, I probably shouldn't break it down into categories because most of my podcasts that I enjoy um, goes into comedy, video games, and technology. So those are the things that I like. I don't, and, um, those are the things that I enjoy. And those are the things I enjoy. I'm um, listening about, um, I do have, I used to listen to a paranormal, um, podcast, but, but, um, there's two types of paranormal podcasts. There's ones that lean a little bit on the skeptic side, those are the ones I enjoy. The ones that I've listened to but haven't enjoyed that much are the ones where it's like they're very uh, on the these things are actually happening camp and not the I want to see some evidence before I believe this camp. And I just stopped listen, listening to... Uh, to most of them that I have, uh, I love conspiracies, but there's not really, um, I have listened to, uh, these comedy guys and I have listened to the skeptics, um, guide to, uh, conspiracy. That's another podcast that I subscribe to. I subscribe to both of those podcasts and, uh, I don't listen to them that often. If there's a 
a good topic, I'll listen to them. And that's kind of another way I could I'll break down my podcast. There's some that I'll listen to if the topic's good, like This Week in History or um, stuff, not This Week in History, um, stuff stuff they didn't teach you in history class and uh, stuff you should know. Those podcasts, are, um, those are podcasts that when I'm updating them and I see a f- topic that I like, I'll save it. And most of the episodes I just delete because, uh, you know, I'm not interested in, in a lot of the things like stuff you should know talks about all types of subjects. So, you know, they might talk about, about how batteries work and that's something that I might want to know, but then they might talk about like how toenails work. They've never done an episode on how toenails work, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? And I don't want to know how a toenail works. You know, I don't even like toenails. They're a burden, you know? Um, they get long and they look weird and nobody has cool toenails. Everybody's got ugly toenails and, uh, you know, that's something that I don't want to, uh, listen to. Uh, then there's some that I listen to all the time. Um, no matter what the subject, because I like the personalities and there's, and they don't, and they tend to not have like a structure to them. And so, you know, with that, you don't know what you're going to get. So you listen to it knowing that uh, you're just going to get pure uh, comedy. Or um, with video games, you're going to get like some news and um, input from um, these people who are invested in those industries. So let's go with um, a local podcast, one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, It's called Weed and Whiskey. it's done by a couple friends of mine. Uh, well, I hope they're my friends. I don't, I've never even asked them if, if they're my friends. Um, but uh, it's uh, hosted by... Oh, that was my Apple Watch. Sorry about that. It was hosted by uh, Josh Tiefert and Casey Strain. And uh, I love the podcast because I love listening to um, them... I love listening to them in real life conversate. So it's like I get uh, more input on that. And they actually do have a structure to the podcast, even though um, it's a comedy podcast, you wouldn't think. They they don't, you know, it's not like this where they have topics or anything, but it's weed and whiskey. They smoke weed and drink whiskey, and they tell you about the weed, and they tell you about the whiskey. And I like it even though I do not... Um, um, do any of those things. I don't smoke weed or drink, but I do like, um, knowing about whiskey and how it's made or like what's good whiskey, what's bad whiskey. And I also like knowing about weed and, and you know, those types of things. So that's another little, if you like either of those two topics and you want to hear some comedy as well, I think that's a great podcast to, uh, to go with. Uh, let's stay on the comedy. Um, Let's stay on to the comedy category. And another podcast that I love and I listen to every part, I listen to every episode they have is called The Comedy Button. Um, it started off as uh, the GameSpy Debriefings, um, which is owned by uh, a video game website called IGN. And they bought up GameSpy. GameSpy was a website. And um, they did this podcast 
but they didn't focus on video games. They just they just sat in this podcast room and they just BS the entire time. And I loved it because it didn't have any direction. They just made fun of stuff and they and they didn't want to talk about pod they didn't want to talk about video games at all. And I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, then a couple of the people um that did the podcast got laid off, so they started uh the comedy button. And it's been going on for about four four years now. They um they just released episode two hundred on the Boozocalypse, where people around the world send them uh disgusting booze and they drink it. Um and I love I love the podcast. Uh they have a Patreon um they have a Patreon page, you know, so they get donations there to keep the the podcast going. And uh really enjoy that podcast. It's it's just so funny. And it's one of those podcasts where, uh, where if I need to get some writing done or if I'm driving from, from shows or whatever, you know, I like to have two or three saved up so I can just laugh my ass off the entire way there. So, uh, the comedy button, that's another, uh, podcast that I really uh, enjoy. Um, also like the, the cracked podcast, crack.com is a website they do um, list articles where, you know, like top five, uh, top five insane serial killers, you know, just something, stuff like that. It's not BuzzFeedy, you know, BuzzFeed is more clickbaity. And I think they, they have like more research into their um, topics, into their list. And uh, I love the podcast because it's funny but you also get to learn something, and and I really like I really like that um, that format. And in the same vein, you have uh, unpopular opinion. That's another comedy podcast by Adam Todd Brown, who is a comedian in California. Great podcast. He always has a uh, he always has guests on, and uh, he's a writer for Cracked. That's how. I, uh, that's how I got to know about him and, uh, his podcast is just as funny and, uh, I freaking love it. Those two podcasts comes out, uh, Monday and Wednesdays and those are, you know, it's almost like a little baby Christmas when those podcasts come out because I know I'm, I know I'm going to at least get a couple laughs and I might learn something about, you know, about a topic that I didn't otherwise know about. Uh, video game wise, uh, I subscribe to the IGN podcast, uh, really enjoyed, uh, the IGN podcast. Um, and there's, there's a bunch of them. So, so I stick mainly with the game podcast. So, uh, there's just one feed and they, and they, and it's one, just one RSS feed and they give you, uh, um, their, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft uh, podcast, and they have one called Game Scoop, which is also a video podcast, which is like a roundup of the week's news, and they're all good. If you if you're into video games, they're all good. Uh, I listen to uh, I listen to a World of Warcraft. Uh, I listen to a World of Warcraft podcast. 
Um, I used to listen to a lot more, but I don't play World of Warcraft like I used to. So I only uh, I only stay subscribed to one, and the names <laughs> the names escaping me right now. Let me pull it up real quick. Man, I can't seem to find it. It's called the instance. Man, I can't remember. I can't remember why I couldn't remember that. I've been listening to it uh, since about two thousand eight. So. It's been a while, and uh, I don't listen to it as much as I used to, again, because I don't play World of Warcraft as much as I used to, but it's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, then I listen to the uh, the Game Over Greggy show. Um, that's by Greg Miller. He used to work for IGN, and uh, he left IGN to start um, Kind of Funny, which is his uh, company. They do podcasts and YouTube videos and stuff. And I enjoy the podcast. I don't listen to it as much uh, because, uh, mainly because of how they cut it up on YouTube. They cut it up so there's, you get um, sections of the podcast each day. And then on the Friday, you get the whole podcast. So that kind of keeps me from just wanting to listen to it in one big chunk in one big chunk if that makes any sense I don't want to listen to it in tiny pieces I want to listen to it all together so I, I tend and then I forget about it because I have so many other podcasts that I enjoy um, then I listen to that's the only uh oh the geek box yeah I can't forget that listen to the geek box that's uh that's another podcast that they talk about video games and comic books and television shows. And, uh, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that podcast as well. Um, and that's all for, uh, for video games. Yeah, that's all for video games. I don't, um, oh no, I for, forgot about the biggest one and that's giant Bombcast. Um, I love their podcast. Uh, Sometimes it's two and a half, three hours, and I still can listen to the entire thing. Um, a lot of people um, might not enjoy, you know, such a long podcast, but I love I love long podcasts because uh, I usually, if I'm listening to these podcasts, I'm either doing something where I can sit there for that amount of time, or I'm driving somewhere, so I can I can listen to a podcast that long. Um, that's and that's my last uh, uh, gaming podcast. Then I have one um, podcast about car news, and that's Autoblog. Um, they have a blog on, uh, well, see the name. They have a, uh, a website, autoblog.com. It's about car news and stuff. And I like, I like that podcast because they talk about the cars that they have been on. Uh, testing that week and then they talk about car news so I, I enjoy that um, entertainment wise I listen to a pop culture happy hour that's an NPR um, show 
I, you know, I, I might uh, listen to it every once in a while, but it's not all the time. Um, stuff they don't want you to know. Um, there used to be a discovery podcast. Uh, um, it's from HowStuffWorks.com. It's a. Uh, it's also up there with uh it's also in there with uh stuff you missed in history class and stuff you should know it's in that same uh uh it's from the same website and they talk more about conspiracy theories and stuff like that and uh I, I enjoy that then um then we have like tech podcasts so I'll listen to uh I used to listen a lot more to uh, Leo Laporte's podcasting on uh, on his uh, network, um, twit.tv, but um, I don't as much anymore, and I don't really know why. Maybe it's just, you know, I grew out of it, but um, I'm still subscribed to them, and every now and then I'll listen to a podcast. Um, so, like, i5 for the iPhone is one that I'll listen to every now and then. And then he has uh, Before You Buy. I really like that podcast. It's a television show where they do uh, um, reviews on gadgets and stuff like that. So that's a that's a good one if you are into that um, type of stuff in reviews of products and stuff. And uh, This Week in Tech is like their anchor show. Um, it's a uh, film live on Sundays I believe and I used to listen to that almost religiously when I was in college but not as much anymore and then you know there's some odds and ends in here like uh, Freakonomics Radio The Reality Check is from the uh, Ottawa Skeptics it's a skeptical organization and they don't you know they're not a debunking group but what they do is they what they do is they you know, certain uh, misconceptions and stuff there, you know, go through it and do some research on it and try to get to the bottom of it. So I like that. Um, and that's a, that's about it. That's that's all the uh, podcast. Oh, I do have a couple. Um, I listen to Petapixel Photography Podcast. That's the only um, photography podcast I got on here. Um I should also mention Elephant Crossing. That's with Spencer O'Neill. Um, that's a podcast I've been on. I don't know if that episode actually made it out because they had some technical difficulties. So um, another podcast I like. Um, and two podcasts with amazing production values. And they're, um, and they're one host podcast, but I don't think I could ever get to that production quality. And it's a sword and scale and criminal and those are two uh true crime podcasts uh sword and scale is more true crime and criminal has a very unique twist on true crime where they don't really talk about just the crime itself they talk about a specific aspect of the crime like uh the first episode i listened to was um about a guy who um, went to jail for fraud, but he um, went to a a jail that used to be uh, a leprosy camp. And uh, he talks about like the people who were there 
you know, who was still there after all these years because um, of leprosy and how they got dropped off there and they just stayed there. So it's a, you know, so that's what hooked me was that it didn't talk about crime. It talked about um, the inner workings of the criminal justice system and, and society and how those play out. So I really liked it. Uh, and those are my favorite podcasts. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you just want to send me a, a, a random email, um, please send your email to the King Pepper Snake Show at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page, the King Pepper Snake Show. You can also find me on Twitter at um at King Pepper Snake. I'm also on Instagram. Don't do much on Instagram. Uh, if you're in the Spokane area, I will be recording my uh, comedy uh, album December 11th and 12th. Going to do two shows and see um, what we can get out of that. That's at uh, Uncle D's Comedy Underground in Spokane, Washington. Um, 2721 North Market Street. It's uh, $12. And uh, hope to see you there. Uh, so that's it for me so until next week man you guys enjoy yourselves have a great weekend go enjoy a movie or buy a country music album bye thanks for checking out the King Pepper Snake Show please visit us on Facebook and Twitter until next time keep your feet wet and your socks dry bye